Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back into another edition of Jake's Takes. I'm your host, Jake Masucci. And today we got a special edition of the podcast. I am joined by my guy, Aaron Smith, for a little NFL playoff preview. We're going to kind of talk about the first round games, kind of give you our thoughts on each of the teams throughout the year. Um, you know, like crazy that we're already on the playoffs, like absolutely crazy. The season really flew by. So we're going to go through all of the matchups in, um, in this playoff and, uh, you know, kind of give you the ins and outs of each one and give you who we think will be on to the next round. So without further ado, I'm going to cue the music. All right, welcome back into the show. I am your host, Jake Masucci, and I am happy to be joined by my guy, Aaron Smith. We are back at it. NFL football, the playoffs are here. They are here. I had a lot of podcasts about college football. I was talking about all that crazy stuff. And um, I mean, I'm going to have to talk about it more now that the Nick Saban news dropped, but we'll get to that next week. We had this NFL playoff preview planned and we're ready to go. Aaron, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm real excited for these playoffs. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. Let's get right into it. So the first game that we have on Saturday, it's happening at 430 and we got Cleveland and Houston. So talking about the game a little bit, setting the stage. Cleveland and Houston are dealing with some injuries. Denzel Ward is questionable for this game at the corner. Um, the Browns are also missing their kicker. Their kicker, Dustin Hopkins, has been out for a little bit. So Riley Patterson has been kicking, our, the former Lions kicker, uh, for a little bit. And then Grant Delpit has been out for a while. He's going to be out for this game. And then uh, Cedric Tillman at receiver. And then for Houston, Will Anderson is dealing with a little bit of an injury, an ankle. He's probable, so he'll probably go. And they're really hurting on the D-line. Jerry Hughes has been injured for a while on the end. And then uh, Jonathan Grenard, I don't know if that's how you say his name, but I always struggle with that. Uh, he's missed the last two games, but could be back. So, like, could be struggle there a little bit. But, Aaron, what are your thoughts on these two teams and how they kind of match up with each other? Yeah, so, I mean, Cleveland had a pretty – pretty damn good season uh with their their defense leading the way they had one of the best defenses in the in the nfl easily and uh and you know prime joe flacco showing up late for them has been yes, nice sir. um so i mean they're fun to watch i uh their offense is shaky um but i mean their defense just leads the way the whole season and with houston they're just super young and i i love the i love the stroud collins uh duo I think that they're on fire. And uh, so that'll be a good matchup, Houston offense versus Cleveland defense. Seems like the other way around might be less fun to watch. Um, Joe Flacco versus an injured uh, Texans defense. That might not be prime TV, but I think it'll be a good game overall. And I'm I'm excited to see what Stroud will do. He's having that insane rookie campaign, you know. And uh, I'm, I'm, I've always been a, a Cleveland kind of fan because I like Miles Garrett. Um, so that'll be, I mean, I like to watch them. So 
it'll be a fun game to watch. I think it'll be it should be close. Um if Stroud is able to perform against their defense. Yeah, um, I think it's definitely going to be like kind of adding on to that. The matchup is definitely that Houston offense versus the Cleveland defense. Like the Cleveland yeah. defense this year has been unbelievable. They're so yeah. physical. They're so tough. And they have they're the reason why Cleveland's in this situation. They were close. Yeah. They were a close second to the Baltimore Ravens, who were easily the one seed this year. And um, I mean, looking at it, it's definitely going to be Stroud versus those corners. So Denzel Ward probably playing is going to be important there. And yep. then uh, loss of Grant Delpit will kind of be killer. He's one of my favorite safeties in the league. I loved him coming out of the draft from LSU. Yep. But, um, you know, kind of looking at that, like, I think Stroud has had an unbelievable season, you know, getting people involved. Noah Brown has been excellent. Um you know, some of the other receivers they got, they they had so many guys really just step up throughout the whole year. I really think this is going to be the last game for that Houston run. I think it's going to be difficult to stop that Cleveland defense. And also with the D-line, especially against the good O-line that Cleveland has, they've had that O-line that's helped Joe Flacco be this solid. Um, I think they're going to have a solid game against a banged-up defensive front and be able to control the game with their running attack of Jerome Ford and um Kareem Hunt so I think Cleveland kind of sneaks out with a 10 point win kind of controlling the clock but I think one of the things to focus on for Flacco is going to be limiting the picks because he I mean that's been a little bit of a struggle for him all year he's actually thrown picks on four percent of his passes this year the normal percentage is one percent so so I mean it's pretty rough this year for that aspect of Joe Flacco but um, I, he when they won the Super Bowl at Baltimore, he was really good at protecting the ball. So I think he's going to be able to do that against this defense. But, uh, I mean, Houston is not going to just lay over. Like, I think this is going to be a solid game. And if they can get their passing attack going, like, it's anybody's ball game. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's hard to beat a good defense. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to pick Cleveland, too. Um, but I'm excited to watch uh, Stroud and in, in, uh, that offense play. Yeah, yeah, no, I think this is a underrated matchup, but not the matchups we're looking at for sure. Yeah, I mean that's why it's the what three o'clock slate or whatever. Yeah, like, I think yeah, it's four fifteen, really something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, four thirty on NBC. All right, let's get to the other game on Saturday, eight o'clock on Peacock. Peacock okay. spent four hundred million dollars to get wow. this game. Yeah, unbelievable. You know, it was almost the Lions game, and I think we would have thrown a fit if it was on <laughs> like, Yeah, I don't think they would have heard the end of it. It would have been insane. You would not have been happy about that. <laughs> but um, Dolphins versus Kansas City. Um, this game's very interesting in the fact that uh, both teams are 11-6, and six, which mm-hmm. is kind of crazy. Um, Miami lost the, their last game of the season against Buffalo in a weird kind of Monday night game where Buffalo snuck out 21-14, which led to Buffalo winning the division and Miami slipping to sixth. So some key injuries here is definitely more on the Miami side. Uh, Bradley Chubb went out with that knee injury against Baltimore in a killer way. It looked like he kind of like tore his ACL, something bad. It didn't look good at all. Um, So he'll be out in this game. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell are both dealing with injuries. They're questionable for this game. Holland, their safety is questionable also, and uh, Devon A-Chain also questionable. The Chiefs, on the other hand, not really dealing with much. One of their guards or their tackles will be out in this game, but um, he's been out for a little bit. Um, 
overall like injury side, it's much more in favor for Kansas City. Uh, talk to me a little bit about what you've seen from these two teams and kind of the matchup here. Yeah, um, with Miami, I mean, they've been electric all season and then they kind of fell apart with these injuries. It's it's really brutal. It's kind of, you kind of got to feel bad for them. I mean, they were playing so good and then just it all went downhill. I think I think most of their weapons are going to play. I don't think they're they're going to sit out because of a yeah. tweaked ankle or whatever Jalen Waddle's dealing with. And um, I think the main factor for them besides injuries is is the weather. I don't know if you've seen the prediction. Mm-hmm. It said like zero low of negative nine. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if there's anybody like Tyreek that has played in that weather um, consistently. So. That'll be interesting for sure. They might, I mean, that, that might slow them down. Um, and that's, that's really the way, that's really the, their main aspect of their offense is their speed. So if they get slowed down, it might not be good. Um, and then Kansas city, I mean, they're, they're, they're the most, they're probably the most experienced team um, with Andy Reed, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, obviously, but we'll have to see how those receivers perform. Yeah. Because they've been dragging them down. I mean, they had they have a great defense, a, a good O line, and the one and the best quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. So, if their receivers can drag them down, that means they're bad. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I think that's going to be the the factor for them. Um, I think it'll be a good matchup, though. So I'm excited to watch that one. Yeah, I mean, two explosive teams, 100%. Yeah. Um, Kansas City still has that explosiveness, even though the receivers have been very up and down for them all year. Um, and then Miami, you got pretty much the fastest team like you could possibly create with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and A-Chain, like all of them, so unbelievable. And, um, you know, I really think this could be a very interesting game. I think the matchup to really that, I think everybody should be focusing on is the Miami offense versus Kansas City defense. And that's just because of the fact that I've felt all year that Kansas City has been based more off of their defense than their offense this year. And even though their defense hasn't been playing great down the stretch, I still think it's going to have to be that way in order for them to win in the playoffs. And, um, you know, looking at KC throughout this year, like, Mahomes and that offense just hasn't been right like they just haven't been able to click uh whether it's Mahomes throwing bad balls or the receivers just not coming up with it you know uh Mahomes hasn't been the Mahomes we're used to and also the receivers just haven't been great for him either so I really think the matchup is more going to be based off Miami versus the KC defense and it's going to be can Tua play to that elite level you know because we haven't really seen it against good teams throughout the whole the whole year Every game that they were favored to win throughout the year, they kind of covered and won and did their business. The games they weren't favored, they didn't have a chance. Like, they got blown out. So um, it's definitely going to be a big game for Tua. I think overall that Kansas City is going to get out of this game um, just because of the fact that Miami's missing their pass rushers. Like, it's just killer for them. But without Bradley Chubb, they can't get to the quarterback. You could tell in that Buffalo game. I don't know what Buffalo was doing winning that game 21-14. And uh, Buffalo's a different story we'll get to. But, um, I mean, overall, I think Kansas City's just has a little bit too much. And to me, it's the Mahomes factor. I I was preaching that all year last year. And I had a um, Jake's Takes episodes. It was a reason why I went with Kansas City last year, uh, just because of that Mahomes factor. I think it matters in this game 
I don't know if it's going to matter the whole season like I thought it did last year. But um, overall, I think Kansas City can sneak out of this game. I think like a close game, seven-point game, something like that. What about you? Uh, I think the weather is going to affect both teams. Um, so we might not see the very high scoring, like you said. Um, but I think it's going to obviously affect Miami more. And Kansas City just is more prepared for the playoffs. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Yeah, and uh, another stat on that is Miami in their last games in under 40-degree weather, I think the stat was they're 0-10. Wow, so, yeah. So yeah. they're, they're going to be frozen. <laughs> yeah, so um, unless something crazy changes, then yeah. uh, I don't really see them winning this game. But uh, I do think it'll be a very interesting game. Just a lot of names, you know, which will definitely mm-hmm. be uh, fun to watch. All right, let's get to the last AFC game, which is actually the next game. It's going to be the 1 o'clock game on Sunday. We got Bills and Steelers. Some injuries here. TJ Watt is out with a left knee injury. He got hurt um, last week, which absolutely killer. It seems like every year in the playoffs, TJ Watt is just – he deal he's dealing with an injury, which I feel bad for. I love watching him play. And then yeah. um, good news for them, though, Minka Fitzpatrick is most likely going to come back for this game, which is huge okay. because uh, he's been out for a while, and their secondary struggled with him out. I had the Steelers' defense of fantasy football, and it was absolutely killing me when Minka went out. Like, I couldn't yeah. start him anymore. It was tough. Yeah. But um, that should help them a little bit. And then Buffalo on the other side – they have some secondary injury with Douglas and Rapp, both questionable in this game. Gabe Davis is also questionable, but they are bringing back a tackle. Deion Dawkins is coming back for them. Um, I think definitely going to be a very interesting game. What are your thoughts on this game? Uh, yeah, I mean, the the Steelers took a tough blow with that that TJ Watt last game of the season injury. I mean, that's that's like the last thing you want to see as a, any part of that organization and uh I think that's going to really hurt them um I mean besides the fact that they're starting Mason Rudolph at quarterback yeah so I mean there's not really much going well for them right now um but I mean it's the Steelers it's Mike Tomlin so they're gonna come ready to play and uh with on the other hand with Buffalo they kind of had had a crazy season with the way they started and the way they finished. They got real hot, and I think they're still real hot, and um, they're ready to prove it too. I think Josh Allen's ready. I mean, he, he had a – I'm pretty sure he had a career worst season of, of uh, turnovers, with, but that's just Josh Allen. So yeah. he always turns it over and then figures out a way to also throw 400 yards and win the game. Yeah. <laughs> and win the game, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think I'm going to take Buffalo. Um, okay. I hate taking, I guess I took, uh, the Cle- Cleveland, but I'm taking the best teams. Really. I'm not really going for any upsets right now, Yeah, but I'm going to take Buffalo over, over the Steelers. Yeah, no, and that's fair completely. I think the AFC is much more straightforward than the NFC. Um, the weird thing about this matchup is both of these teams have been the most frustrating teams to watch like this year. And the the fact is, it's like I was so high on the Steelers coming into the year because I thought Kenny Pickett would take a leap and I thought their offense would be able to. And I was like, oh, they got a great defense, too. I'm looking at where they're ranked in the NFL right now. The Steelers have the 25th offense and the 21st overall defense. And they were still 10 and 7 
with um like figuring out ways to win games and it's yeah. just like it's so tough to you know trust that and then there's buffalo who's been up and down all year up and down one week they'll look like the best team in the league and then the next week they'll look like absolute crap like <laughs> horrible like last week watching them in that uh dolphins game where the dolphins are missing their edges and they don't care if they win that game they're at home they they don't really care about the game at all and they barely sneak out because of a punt return touchdown that gave them a that gave them a tie game and then they go down to score and i'm just like how can i trust this team but then i'm looking at this and they're the fourth ranked offense and the ninth ranked defense it's like those teams normally do well you know yeah. So I think Buffalo will win this game, and that's also the fact that uh, the last time they played, they played last year. Uh, it was Kenny Pickett's first start. Buffalo beat them thirty-eight to three. And I mean, I just think Buffalo can definitely figure out stuff. And Josh Allen, we've seen him in the playoffs; like he's been unbelievable um, in the playoffs. We've seen it before. And this, if Buffalo wins this game, we'd get another Buffalo Kansas City matchup, which I am rooting for big time. Um, so, I mean, I do think Buffalo is going to sneak out of this game. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a sneak out. This might be the only domination we see because I feel like it's just so difficult for Pittsburgh, even though they're playing better with Mason Rudolph. I think he's actually played better than Kenny Pickett. I just yeah. don't think he's enough to win this game. So I got yeah, Buffalo in this one for it'll sure. It definitely be hard to beat, uh, Josh Allen and the experienced Bills. Um, what are the odds they get Tony Romo on that Buffalo Kansas City game? I think it's one hundred percent because um <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's one hundred percent. And uh he'll be calling out every play before it happens. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. probably the over under for the plays called is like five five. Gotta be five. And he'll be praising <laughs> Allen and Mahomes the whole game. <laughs> the whole game. We'll be like, What a read, what a read. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and uh, be back at you guys for the NFC matchups. Hello. Hello. This is Giovanni Mosheri. You may have heard me a couple times on Jake's Takes. I am the sports media director of Oakland University's campus radio station, WXOU, and I've been the host for about two years of a weekly sports show called The Jomo Show, where we cover all of Oakland University athletics, including a weekly update on scores and highlights, as well as interviews with athletes or those otherwise involved in athletics. You can listen to The Jomo Show live on WXOU Thursdays at 6, or you can tune in to me afterwards on Spotify. It's The Jomo Show. All right, let's switch over to the NFC uh, because this year they lined it up perfectly for me in my podcast. I, uh, for Jake's takes, they lined it up AFC and then NFC. So perfect. All right, 430 game. Okay, 430 Sunday, Green Bay at Dallas. Um, this game is definitely going to be interesting. Uh, there was a lot on the line in the last week of the season of figuring out where Detroit's going to be, where Dallas is going to be, and then where Green Bay and uh, the Rams would be. Especially us being Detroit fans, I'm sure we were rooting for specific stuff and what we wanted to happen. I wanted to see Green Bay. Didn't happen. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Um, we have to go against Stafford. He's the enemy now. 
He's the enemy now, but um, we'll figure it out. Talking about this Green Bay-Dallas matchup, just setting up some of the injuries. Uh, Christian Watson's been out for a while. They're in receiver one with a hamstring injury. A.J. Dillon's going to be questionable in this one. Their uh, second running back, kind of their power back. Uh, Isaiah McDuffie, who's their main linebacker pretty much, he's going to be questionable also. And then Romeo Dobbs uh, had, a, I think it was a hand injury, I want to say. Um, in their last game, I went to the hospital and stuff, but he's going to be questionable for this one also. He's been on the tear near the end of the season. He's been unbelievable. Um, and then Dallas, their uh, guards um, were both dealing with some injuries. Zach Martin was out for a while. He's returning in this game, so that's a big get. He's one of the best guards in football, so that would be huge. And then Tyler Smith, who's their left guard, has an unbelievable season this year. He got hurt against the Lions. He didn't play the last week, but he's going to be questionable for this one, too. Okay. So, Aaron, Green Bay, Dallas, what are your thoughts on these two teams and kind of how they match up with each other? Uh, yeah, I think, like you said, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Um, obviously, Dallas is on that that crazy uh, streak of winning at home. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely scary for the Packers. Um, I heard a stat from from my friend who's actually a Packers fan. He said that the Packers have not actually lost an AT&T stadium ever. Wow. That's so, great. Um, that, I mean, I don't know if that means anything, but it's still like, you know, yeah. both it's teams like, like playing Dallas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously, McCarthy is on the Cowboys now. He's coaching the Cowboys now, so it's a little mm-hmm. different. Um, but, yeah, for the uh, to get down to the players, I mean, Jordan Love's been playing out, like, out of this world. So I think he's ready to to show what what he's capable of in the playoffs, um, and keep sta- keep taking that step up that he's been doing all year. Um, he's got a, the the Packers defense has been playing well. Um, I like I like them as a squad, and and uh, you know Jordan Love has been Jordan Love and his weapons have been electric. So mm-hmm. overall, Green Bay they've been playing well. They're they're ready for this game, but Dallas is is. Like they they look like a whole new team. Yeah, Tony Pollard's had a on uh he underachieved this year, unfortunately. But the rest of the team, I mean, like CD Lamb and Dak have been going crazy. Obviously, you got Michael Parsons on the defense, and that defense is crazy. So I I mean, these teams are both very complete, and I, I like I like this matchup. Um, I'm gonna take Dallas. Um, but yeah, I I I don't I don't really know too much about these teams. I just know that they're both. They're both playing well and they're ready to go. Yeah. Um, kind of to add on to your point a little bit, like with both teams, these are probably two of the hottest quarterbacks in football, 100%. Like Jordan Love near the end of the year played out of his mind. And uh, he ended the year with 4,000 yards passing, 32 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. And for your first year starting, that's a very impressive season. I mean, yeah. uh, being able to take care of the ball like that, especially down the stretch, like he was unbelievable. He had a great Vikings game on Sunday night uh, two weeks ago, I want to say. And then that Thanksgiving game against the Lions, which we were both at that game, uh, sadly yeah. for Lions fans. But he was just unbelievable. He was dealing. Um, and... You know, it makes it tough because, like, he's definitely figured out some receiving. Like, Jaden Reed has been fantastic. The running attack's been interesting. It's been, like, on and off. Um, And especially in this game, I think it's going to be important to establish the run for them in order to 
you know, kind of help. Uh, I, I kind of talked about it on the receiving depth with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, both dealing with some injuries. So it's going to be important to kind of establish that run and Aaron Jones being back will be helpful for that. Um, and then on the other side with Dallas, uh, Dak Prescott has not gotten enough like respect for how he's played this year. He's been fantastic. And I think a lot of the fact has to do with he, they haven't really done well on the road, but also like if, if you're telling me that any other person uh, as a quarterback can have these stats, I'll put them out right now, 4,600 yards passing, 35 touchdowns and nine interceptions and not win MVP. Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy to me, you know, but Lamar Jackson was just that guy this year. So, yeah. um, you know, like, it makes sense that he didn't, but he turned C.D. Lamb into a weapon. Like, C.D. Lamb is probably easily a top three receiver in the NFL right now. And you talked about Tony Pollard. Like, Tony Pollard in this game is going to be absolutely huge because Green Bay is 28th against the run. So he's going to be very important to establish him. Um, and Green Bay's got a very good pass defense. They, you kind of, We kind of saw it in that Detroit Lions game. They were able to take them out of some specific stuff that they like. They're, a top 10, they're top 10 against the pass. So I definitely think this game's going to be interesting. And I do think it can go down to the wire. But to be honest with you, like I trust Dallas in those situations. I trust that Dak can take, take them down the field. And um, I don't think Green Bay's defense is going to be enough. Although I liked them at the beginning of the year and I've liked them throughout the year, I think it's going to be difficult if they can't stop the run in order to um, like completely dominate the game, especially like with Dallas getting Zach Martin back. And if Tyler Smith plays in this game, I think it's really going to help them establish the run and have Pollard have a good game. So I think Dallas sneaks out in a close one. Um, because I do think, and I have a lot of respect for how Jordan Love has played, um, and Green Bay is playing a lot better. So credit LaFleur, credit Green Bay, but I just think the Cowboys are a little too much. Do you agree with me on that statement a little bit? Yeah, I, I just think they're overall t- more talented. Um, yeah. But I think you're right about, about their run game will be a big factor um, yeah. for their offense because, they, I mean, it's been impressive what Dak and CD have been doing, just picking apart secondaries. Mm-hmm. And uh, but if they can't run, then you know Green Bay can sit back a little bit, exactly more into that pass. So especially yeah, with we'll, them being top ten too, like yeah. uh, I think they're ninth in the NFL. And like I mean, we saw it in that Detroit game. Detroit's one of the best yeah. pass attacks, and they kind of like tore it apart. Oh, and down, yep. yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So I think that's going to be an interesting matchup for sure. Uh, moving on to Rams Lions. This one is going to be at eight o'clock on NBC, which I am oh, pumped yeah. for this one. Hell yeah. Uh, Lions first playoff game in a long time that we get to see in the first one at Ford field in our lifetime. So yep. let's go, man. Like I'm, I'm super pumped for this. We both picked them to win the NFC North and here they are. So yeah, I love some of the injuries looking at this game, um, the Rams, Jordan Fuller is questionable for this one. Their main safety, Tyler Higby may return in this game. He missed two games for them. And then for the Lions, Sam Laporta got hurt in the last week of the season. He's going to be questionable for this one. They, they haven't had an official ruling yet. Khalif Raymond, same deal. He's going to be questionable. Got hurt last game of the season. 
Jamison Williams is probable. He didn't play in the last week's game, but he'll probably play in this game. And then Brock Wright might return. He's missed four games for us, and he's our backup tight end. So if yeah. LaPorta doesn't play, that'd be very important. Um, what are some of your thoughts on this game? Uh, Stafford returning home. Yeah, it's obviously, it seems scripted. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's going on here. <laughs> Stafford's return, Goff playing his old team. Um, I think that's the obviously the headline is both quarterbacks playing their former teams. Um, I'm hoping that we the the roof blows off when uh, when Stafford runs out and we give him a nice tribute video. Did you see that that Stafford jersey band thing? No, I didn't. I didn't. I forget who who announced it. I don't know if it was like the team or like Dan Campbell or something. They they're banning Stafford Lions jerseys. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah, like if you walk in with it, they're not going to let you walk in with it. That's crazy. That's that seems that is crazy. It's like (laughs) you gave everything to us, and and I'm not even that. I'm not even like a Stafford. Like, like I don't. When he when he left and won a Super Bowl, I was like, all right, I don't really like this anymore. He he went. He didn't do that much for us. Didn't really do anything for us, and then went won a Super Bowl. But still, you can't really. That that's that seems wrong to me. Yeah. Um, But anyway, for the game. the Rams are hot. Mm-hmm. They're really hot right now, and that's scary, um, especially because of how inexperienced our team is in the in the playoffs. I mean, we we basically have none except Goff. So uh, yeah. it's going to be interesting. I our defense has been shaky, so that scares me against this offense. Um, but uh, all the predictions I've seen have been like thirty to thirty games, like they've been shootouts, mm-hmm. and I, I think that is what's going to happen. Um, I've got Goff playing well, Stafford playing well, um, Amon Ra and Puka will probably both have over 100. So it's yeah. going to be, I think um, both passing offenses are going to play well. We're going to score a lot. I think if our duo running backs can can have the, the days that they've been having where where they're just dominating both of them, then I think we're going to run with it, run away with it. Um, but, you know, I mean, the Rams, they're not really a six seed. They're not playing like a six seed right now. So this is going to be a, a very good game. And uh, obviously I'm picking the Lions, but I am not sure what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm really excited for this game. Like, yeah. I think it's probably the two most evenly matched teams, which um, I like out of these first round playoff games. And, um, yeah. you know, the really interesting thing, that um i'm interested to see is our running game versus their uh their rush defense and the fact of the matter is is the lions sit as the fifth best team in the nfl in running and the rams sit as the ninth best run defense so that's kind of the strength of their defense so i think that aspect is going to be very interesting and I think it's going to be very important for the Lions to win that matchup. And throughout the whole year, they've done a fantastic job of winning that matchup. So, um, you know, I think that's going to be the main focus for them, hopefully, and being able to pass over the top. Uh, the Rams do have the 18th best pass defense, so I do think we're going to be able to pass the ball on them. We have the second best pass offense, so hopefully yes, we'll be able to pass on, pass on them. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, I've talked about it all year, and that's I just don't trust the Lions in coverage on anybody. And the fact of the matter is, is they have Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. 
So yeah. that just scares the crap out of me. Like it just this isn't the kind of defense that you want to build when there are so many stacked receivers in the NFL. I mean, we saw it when we went to Dallas. We saw CD Lamb and what he did to us, like literally 200 yards receiving. And yeah. um you know, the fact of the matter is is they still only scored 20 points and you're like, "Wait, how does he have 200 yards receiving and they only scored like 20 points, but they did fumble in the end zone and, you know, like some crazy stuff happened on both sides of the ball in that game. And we don't have to get the end of that game and how we got screwed. But, um, you know, like just with with that, like I'm just nervous to go against Cooper Cup, who is a Super Bowl MVP, Puka Nakua. And uh, I think it's going to be very difficult for our defense to handle. So that means golf is going to have to be on its absolute A game. And um, Stafford, I think, is definitely going to show up on his absolute A game. So it's definitely going to be an interesting game. I That's going to be back and forth. I do think, see, originally I had the Rams in my head. Originally, I, you know, I just thought the Rams were better. I trust them more. But um, over, over the whole season, like you've seen the Lions offense and you've seen how much like it's improved and how good it's been. I just think this Lions offense with Ford Field behind them is going to sneak out, especially if it's the kind of game like I think it's going to be where it's going to be last possession, like whoever has it last wins. And I think if Goff has the whole city of Detroit on his back, it's like I trust him there. And even if Stafford has the ball, which would be terrifying with a minute left to win the game because he was so good at that in Detroit. But he's never been in Detroit when the whole whole crowd is against him. Yeah, you know that that's that's a different like animal, you know. And um, you know, with the Rams, like I just don't think they have as much on offense as the Lions do, which is why the Lions are three and the Rams are sitting at six. And the Rams didn't start out great. I don't think anybody expected them to be this good throughout the year, especially with Cooper Cup injured at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um. So I do think the Lions just have enough to squeak out, but I I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend. Like I'm all in on this game. I I think it's going to be a crazy game. Yeah. Um I it really is it really helps that we're at home. Um yeah. that the Lions are at home. I I I mean I this the defense has really been uh I mean it's been it's been here and there, but it's really been our liability. And uh, mm-hmm. and everybody knows defense wins championships. So eventually, we need them to show up. Yes. And the best the best uh, formula for that is that we're at home and mm-hmm. we got a sell sellout crowd of diehard Lions fans screaming their heads off and giving us that that edge. Um, and then the other the other thing is golf needs to take care of the ball, obviously, and then. We're gonna see our our O line um, face one of the most dominant defensive players of our of the century. Um, yeah. Aaron Donald, so, yeah, yeah. So it'll it'll be interesting. I mean, I'm I'm I might be watching the the Aaron Donald uh, versus interior O line matchup the whole game. <laughs> yeah, I like to, I like to watch uh, the O line sometimes. Um, give them a little credit that they don't get. Um, yeah. But yeah, if if they perform, if our defense steps up when they need to, I think we're taking care of business. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's definitely going to be interesting. Speaking on that O-line, D-line front, like there's so many matchups that are going to be great. Like Miles yeah. Garrett versus a very average Houston O-line. Uh, Dallas uh, with Micah Parsons, who's so much fun to watch. And yeah. then Aaron Donald. Those three are clearly, I think, the best in the game right now and are definitely like, people to watch throughout throughout these playoffs and it's cool that they're all here there you know because i feel like those are easily like the top three when talking about defensive linemen all right let's switch to the last game okay we got philly and tampa bay and this one it's probably the most boring game i would (laughs) say and i think that's because nobody wanted tampa bay to come out of the nfc south I'm just speaking truth. Like Tampa Bay is just not very fun to watch. There, I mean that that NFC South was rough to watch all year. And uh, you should not listen to me when it comes to NFC South because I think the Panthers to win the division. So don't <laughs> don't listen to me at all. That was that was not good. I, I'm not very happy about that pick. But um, this Monday night, eight fifteen uh, on ESPN, and we were both really high on Philly. Like going into the year, we both yeah. had Jalen Hurts winning MVP. We were both like all in, and they haven't looked great. Like it just hasn't been the Philly team that we've kind of, you know, we kind of thought we'd see this year. Talk to me about what you've seen from Philly, just because they're a little more interesting than Tampa Bay, and we'll get to Tampa Bay in a little bit. Uh, yeah. So with with Philly, um, we we did that podcast where we talked about. Um, obviously it was the NFL preview one and yeah and we talked about how Philly was just very complete and they just mm-hmm. had all around talent. And it seems like nothing really changed. They just kinda underperformed. Yeah. Like like at the beginning of the season they were winning, I think what did they have, like a nine game winning streak or something? Um, they started ten and one. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, and uh and so they're winning games, but really I think if you look at it, they they weren't winning by much against mm-hmm. decent teams. They were barely winning, and then it finally caught up to them. They had that three game losing streak late, and they just haven't looked impressive at all. So I'm actually uh, really down on them right now, and I'm really up on Baker. So I'm gonna take I'm taking Baker over the the Philadelphia Eagles at home. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> at in Philly. Uh, I had to I have to pick an upset, but I think that actually can happen. I like I like the Baker Mike Evans uh duo. Um I mean if I was a quarterback that came into Tampa Bay and and was had down on my career, I'd be throwing the ball to Mike Evans every single time. So yeah. hopefully that'll work out for them. Um and yeah, I mean I don't I don't really I don't really have no know much about the Buccaneers. I think their their defense it wasn't what it was, but they still have like Antoine Winfield, and he's he's playing great. So we'll see how they match up against Philly's offense. But Philly's offense just hasn't been what it was in the past couple of years. So I got yeah. him leading first round. Yeah, uh, kind of to talk about Philly a little bit. Uh, we talked about them a little bit off air about their defensive line, and I kind of want to just talk touch on that like a little bit. They drafted all these Georgia guys, Jalen Carter and, and uh, Lewis and all those guys, you know, uh, and like what they do at Georgia is they like sub people in like all the time, all the time. Like so they'll only play like, yeah, exchange like all the time and they only play like 30 snaps. Now in the NFL, they're playing 
Jalen Carter and, um, you know, all those guys, they're playing 50 snaps. It's like, oh, you know, like that's a big change. And especially yeah. with a guy of the talent of Jalen Carter. I mean, I've talked about him in past podcasts. He's played like one of the best interior D linemen in football. And uh, they just look gassed near the end of games, like absolutely gassed. And their D line has struggled because of it. And then they've been dealing with a lot of secondary injury, like Darius Slay has been injured throughout the year and um, some other people like that, which has kind of killed their defense. But it's shown on both sides of the ball, the loss of their coordinators has just been huge. Like Shane Steichen went over to, um, he went to Indianapolis and then uh, Gannon went to Arizona and Gannon ended up beating them in uh, the, I think it was two weeks ago in Philly. And, uh, you know, like both of them are doing pretty good jobs. Like Steichen almost got the Colts to the playoffs without Anthony Richardson. And then uh, Gannon figured out uh, Kyler Murray near the end of the year. Like after he uh, came back from tearing his ACL, he, he looked really good near the end of the year. And they're coming in with some momentum with the fourth pick. You know, and those guys seem to be kind of the main guys that brought them in. And, um, you know that I'm not the biggest fan of Sirianni, but I do think he's a good coach. I still have. And uh, the fact that they started 10-1 and one and were on that momentum, like, that, that's huge. But they ended the season 11-6, and six, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's clear that their offense has so much talent, and they just can't figure it out, you know? It's just a really weird scenario there. Um, and then talking about uh, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay has just been weird all year, but Baker's had a very solid year. Uh, he's gotten Mike Evans involved. He's, he's done a pretty good job there. He's also Chris Godwin had a little late emergence where he was playing a lot better. And uh, their old line's decent, nothing crazy, but Rashad White, if you had him in fantasy football, whew, he was yeah. unbelievable down the stretch. You know, a very good running back for them. And then their defense is kind of loaded with uh, the defense that they have with Brady. They have a lot of those similar guys like Shaq Lawson and uh, people like that. Uh, and Levante David, where they're just very, you know, experienced and skilled. And I think that can help them maybe create some confusion looks for Hertz and uh, make it like a close game. But I'm going to trust the Eagles here and stick with an Eagles close win. Um, I just think it's hard for just that talent to lose that game. And yeah. I do think the NFC South was just really bad and really weird this year. Um, I just yeah. don't know if I trust Baker enough to win a playoff game. But I do think they're going to make it an interesting game that's kind of going to kind of allow Philadelphia to tinker with some things before they have to go into San Francisco, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think Philly uh, definitely got lucky with this matchup. Yes. Uh, they could have been playing the Rams. Uh, but I'm still going to stick with my decision. I, I'd like to see Baker win, and I think that they could um, they could put some stuff into a game plan that they haven't shown because they haven't really shown much um, offensively. And, and yeah, you're, you're right about the defense. They still have all those veterans. Um, I believe Devin White's still there. Yep. So that, that, that linebacker core of him, David and, and Shaq Barrett, or, I mean, they, I think they led the lead in the league in sacks, um, a couple of years ago and they, they just like know how to stop the run. So if they can show up and, uh, and they can, they can shut down Jalen Hurts, shut down AJ Brown, they can take care of business. Um, but yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I think Vita Vea is still there too. 
Okay. Um, he was he was a monster for them in the past. But um, you know that I think this matchup, like I like that um, you're looking at this as an upset because the Eagles really have not been playing to the way that most people would have imagine the Eagles playing at this level. Like, I think uh, a lot of people expect them to be the one seed. I think we both picked them to be the one seed in the NFC. So um, I think it's going to be very interesting there and um, definitely an interesting matchup. I think that's the only one we disagreed on. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So your your second round in the NFC would be Tampa Bay and um, the bye went to San Francisco. And then uh, you'd have Detroit and uh, two seed Dallas, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then mine just switch it. You switch out the Eagles. All right. Sounds good. Are you ready yeah. to go for this weekend, dude? I'm pumped. I I'm excited. Like watch these games. Yeah. No, it's yeah. going to be crazy for sure. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for joining the podcast. I really appreciate it, man. For sure. Thanks for having right. me. On. Yeah. No problem. Aaron, we'll be back at you next week, and uh, we're going to talk about the second round games. So I'm pumped for that, and we are going to be out of here. See you guys next week. Peace.